Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. This podcast is dedicated to naming your baby. You know, names are very personal and usually chosen with a lot of thought, a lot of love, and sometimes sentimental as well. Uh, some individuals, like my my daughter, will has started choosing names for babies for her future. So Which girls daughter? will do this. Pardon? Which daughter? How old? Emma, uh, seventeen. Okay. Wow. So That's she, early. she is. Yes, she is naming her babies already, and. <laughs> She doesn't even know she'll the be, name of her husband yet. Right, I know, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, so she'll be she'll be saying, "Mom, I, this is going to be my girl name, and this is going to be my boy name." And I, I don't like either of them, Ron. Really? To be honest with you, no, <laughs> no. Well, are they? Uh, you don't like them, or you hate them? I mean, is it no. Rufus? I mean, what's? No, not that. Hey, if there's a Rufus oh, I, out there I don't, listening, I don't, don't want to. No I was going to say I don't want to say it because I don't want to offend anybody. But it's 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 a new age uh, biblical name that I can barely pronounce. So okay, fair enough. It's uh, can it be shortened to a somewhat normal name? It's going to be okay. Or I will just call that child something different. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Some people start choosing these names and they get set on it. And they're like, my first baby is going to be this. And, and it's, it's really, it becomes like a passionate thing. You know, sometimes people won't release names until the baby's actually here because they don't want the naysayers, you know, whereas my daughter probably 10 years early is, is telling everybody her names and staking claim to them. So nobody else in the family can pick those <laughs> names. Uh, you know, couples will banter and try to pick that perfect name. I've heard of stories where couples have a baby and they go home from the hospital and there's still not a name for the birth certificate because mm. they just cannot decide on a name. They can't agree. And when you have an adoption situation, that adds another layer. So we're just talking about newborn babies. We're not talking about babies that come from other countries or the foster care system that already have names. We're just talking about baby names. So this can be a really touchy subject with birth mothers and adoptive families. So the way that it works, at least here in Arizona, is when the baby is born, the birth mother fills out the birth certificate, and she can put whatever name she chooses. And you've seen when, some doozies, haven't you? Oh, yes. Hundreds of times. <laughs> okay. And then when the adoption is finalized, 
a new birth certificate is issued and the adoptive family can put whatever they choose. That being said, I have seen these go beautifully and I have seen these turn into a nightmare. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that. So usually on the original birth certificate, the birth mother's last name is usually the baby's last name. Every now and then you'll have a birth mother ask the adoptive family, but usually last names aren't disclosed. But if she knows it or they've disclosed it, rarely is that put on the birth certificate. Rarely, rarely. But I mean, you can choose any last name. You know, you can choose uh, Frederick if you want as a last name. It doesn't have to be your last name. In the I best never knew that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. In the best situations, birth mothers and adoptive families decide on the baby's name together. And that is the name that is kept. That's the best case scenario. Some other situations that seem to be the next best situations are the mother and father and the birth mother each choose one of, well, the mother, I should say the adoptive family and then the birth family choose one of the names. Like I choose the, like the birth mom will choose a first name and the adoptive family will choose the middle name or vice versa. And the name is then kept throughout the, the baby's life or vice versa. The other best case scenario is that the birth mother names the baby, but has the understanding that the name will be changed when the adoption is finalized. So in order to reach this, uh, some ways to, to make this happen is the adoptive family can give the birth mother, you know, maybe three of their top favorite names and let the birth mother choose. The birth mothers in the majority of cases want to name the baby. It's kind of like giving them something that they'll always have. The something they can baby, hang on to. And, right. Yeah. Okay. And, and and they can say to them, you know, your mom gave you this name. The adoptive family incorporates the birth mother's name into the baby's name with her permission. I've seen that. And that usually is very well received. Another way is both sides present why their choice of a name is important. Maybe the birth mother has a family member who her other children carry the middle name of and She wants that tradition to keep going. Mm-hmm. And then the adoptive family says, you know what? That is important. We want to honor that. So when both sides can't agree, this is where some issues come up. There are hurt feelings. Uh, this can become a red flag for adoption. If you've got a very passionate birth mother and a very you know, stubborn adoptive family, that's going to clash and that's not going to go well. So this is something that we definitely want to talk about prior to the hospital. Now at the hospital, it can change, but at least we have a plan going in. Right. Now, in a situation like that, where both sides are kind of being stubborn about it, not that that's bad. I'm just saying, you know, what is your recommendation? Do you recommend to the adoptive families, hey, do you think you could give a little and try and recommend the first name, middle name thing? I do. Yeah, I do. I think that. It is honorable when an adoptive family looks at a birth mom and says, this is going to be the baby's name. I think it's dishonorable when the birth family says, oh, yes, we love the name. And then it's changing it behind her back. I I really don't feel good about that. My birth mother did not name me. She didn't know she was allowed to. So you were just baby girl. Evans. Yeah. Right. Baby girl Evans. And what was so ironic about that to me later in life is that is the name that she called me the most. Oh, baby girl. Really? Okay. 
Because in a way, that's yeah. what she knew you as. Yes. You know, I and I hear names, you know, I've heard every name and I can't share most of them because I don't want to identify uh, certain individuals by the names that they choose because they're sometimes they're incredibly unique. Mm-hmm. A couple of my favorites that aren't adoptive families, but their situations very similar is there was a mother many, many, many years ago that could not decide. This is before the adoption agency couldn't decide on a name. And the birth recorder kept coming in and saying, hey, you know, have you chosen a name yet? We need a name. We need a name. And she just kept shaking her head. And she looked down at the card that is on the uh, isolate where the baby was. And she said, somebody already named the baby and it's beautiful. And the birth recorder said, what are you, what are you talking about? And she said, Famali. It's beautiful. I want to name her Famali. Family. Female. <laughs> oh, female. Okay. <laughs> Famali. Female. Rhymes with tamale. Famali. Right. And <laughs> so she did. Okay. Uh, I have heard of everything. I have heard of people naming babies after alcoholic drinks, the mm-hmm. first and second name. I have heard of people thinking it was funny to name their baby. They have a, a, a unique or last name that is a common object or something, and they'll pick a first name and try to make it funny. Um, I had a birth mother once that took uh, the creepiest uh, horror story individual and named the baby after that. Mm. Um I had another family that a birth family that named the baby after a uh, common currency. So we've had lots of situations where it was in the baby's best interest to not go through life with one, you know, a name like that. But then again, I mean, you know, adoptive families sometimes pick names that are just as bizarre. Well, there were, when I was working in radio, I remember there were a couple of years that one of the most popular baby names was Espen. Spelled E-S-P-N, and it was birth fathers that liked sports a lot, obviously. So, who knows? My ex-husband had, when he was going to culinary school, he went to school with a guy, and they were at school, and I guess the guy had taken off his shirt, and he had tattooed A-B-C-D-E on his back. Okay. And when he asked him, what is that? He said, oh, that's my daughter's name, Absidy. (laughs) (laughs) so okay it takes all kinds you'll never forget how to spell your name i would think i would hope right and you got a leg up on the alphabet that's right (laughs) (laughs) see you got to look at the bright side yeah so i think that that really just this is where compromise and understanding and compassion and empathy come into play again names carry a lot i know when i was naming my third child my adoptive mom asked me what I was going to name her. And I said, Ava. And she said, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. And I said, come again. And she said, that is the name of Hitler's mistress. Ava Braun. And I said, so what? (laughs) I'm not naming her after Ava Braun. (laughs) No. No. So right after I named her Ava, 
uh, her longtime best friend had a granddaughter that they also named Ava. Oh my gosh. And then it became a really popular name after that. But yeah. it, it was funny to me that, cause that was kind of a newer name back then. What, not, it's not a new name, but it was, but it was not getting as common. popular. Right. But it took off right after we chose it, not due to anything. Yeah. That's oh no, it you started off. the trend. And Good job. No. <laughs> <laughs> So it was just funny that that you know people have very strong opinions on names and like I said my adoptive mother was was like horrified when I first told her she said no you can't do that with my son when we were naming him mm-hmm. my husband and I could not decide on a middle name we just absolutely couldn't get there and uh, he finally about 3 or 4 days before I had the baby gave up and said you know what have at it you can name the baby the middle name whatever you want and okay. so my oldest daughter, Michelle, and I were sitting there and thinking, and we love Winnie the Pooh. Love Winnie the Pooh. Just absolutely love it. Okay. So we chose the name Christopher as a middle name. Christopher Robin. Okay. Yeah. So we named I the baby Christopher. That. And it wasn't, uh, and when people ask me, did you really name him after Christopher Robin? We really did. Because again, it worked. It's Aiden Christopher. Right. It is not the most bizarre thing out there. I don't know why people would even question that. I mean, people name babies after crazy. Okay, so I did ask you if both sides are kind of holding their ground firmly. I said stubborn. Maybe that's the wrong word. But what about if, and you said that generally you'll try and ask the adoptive parents to kind of give a little more. What if in a circumstance, you know, the birth mother says, crown royal do you kind of try no. and get her to again that's yes and, to and give in a little bit and if i if we can't give her to give in then we have to go with okay then that's what's going to be on the original birth certificate but it, it will be changed okay so you'll here. kind of put your foot down yes. on that side as well yes fair enough yes but it's it, it it's only fair that she knows that so we had a situation where there was a post-adoption visit, and it was done at a counseling office. And our caseworker went to be there for support along with the counselor that was there. And the birth mother showed up, and the adoptive family showed up with the baby. I believe the baby was about 18 months, and the adoptive family was, you know, calling the baby by the name. And the birth mother opened her mouth, like, wide and said, that's not her name. Nobody had disclosed to her oh, no. that the name had changed. And she she pulls up her sleeve and she had tattooed her name down her arm mm. that she had chosen. Right. And so that was awful because there were very hurt feelings on both sides. Not right. on both not not more on the adoptive family side, but, but they more so on the birth mother. Yeah, very, she very hurt feelings. Devastated. Yeah, so you're right. Again, we've talked about disclosure in the past, and that's important. You need to uh Make sure all sides know what's going on. You do. And remember, branch out, be creative. Uh, when I kept having girls, I, I really wanted to name one of my girls after my dad. I didn't know how to do that because of his name. Bruce Lee. So I, I kept, right. <laughs> and so what I did, yeah, what I know, martial artist. Right. Uh, what I did was I changed the spelling of Lee of Lee mm-hmm. to L E I. So you can be creative, and 
find a compromise that will work. Right. Again, my recommendation is go into naming with an open mind and an open heart, be creative, find a way to make it work and think outside the box because there's more air there anyway. Thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. If you're listening and you're dealing with an unplanned pregnancy and want more information about adoption, Building Arizona Families is a local Arizona adoption agency and available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112. That's 623-695-4112. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan or just get you more information. You can also find out more information about Building Arizona Families on their website at azpregnancyhelp.com. Thanks also go out to Grapes for allowing us to use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. Birth Mother Matters in Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to us. We'd really appreciate it. We also now have a website at birthmothermatterspodcast.com. Tune in next time on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Raines.